Hi, welcome to OCBC Insights, a new podcast discussing the latest economic trends and developments. Today, we turn our eyes on China's commodity market, which are showing signs of stabilization. China posted a first contraction in Q1 GDP, the first since 1992. However, the decline of all key economic indicators narrowed in March as a result of orderly resumption of production and work. On the commodity front, we are also seeing signs of life in the broad sectors of energy, industrial metals, and agriculture. Let's first look at energy in China. The most telling indicator of energy demand rebound in China is that independent refineries in Shandong have increased their run rates to 67% from a low of 39% in February. At 67%, this is also close to their record high of 70% set in December last year. Independent refineries tend to be small-scale and not state-backed, so they are typically more agile and more motivated by economic incentives than state-owned enterprises. The fact that they have increased their run rates by so much in the, mu- in the past month or so shows that energy demand is slowly returning. In industrial metals, shipments of Australian iron ore to China have remained strong. Based on bunker trade flow data, total March shipments of Australian iron ore is estimated at 77.3 million metric tons, potentially the third highest on record. We also estimate that Australian iron ore exports in April to be around 70 to 75 million metric tons, while at the same time, Brazilian iron ore in the same month should post its first export growth in 13 months. Given that China imports of iron ore accounts for about 80 to 90% of Australian and Brazilian shipments combined, it does suggest that China is ramping up production of steel. And since we are on the topic of steel, we also note that spot prices in China have started increasing in April, having declined mostly from late January during the Hubei lockdown to the end of March. Steel inventories have also now declined for two consecutive weeks. To be clear, steel prices are still very low, but have at least shown signs of bottoming out. Finally, on to agriculture, we are seeing increase in both crush margins and pre-crush spot prices of soybeans. What does this mean? This means that the increase in crush profits are due to downstream demand and not cheaper inputs of soybeans. Soybean and soymeal inventories have also been low, but for the market to only react now suggests that normalcy has only just recently sipped in. To conclude, It is increasingly evident that Beijing is working very hard to reflect its domestic economy. And to be perfectly clear, there are still a lot of challenges before we get back anything close to normal, the most pressing of which are the excessive inventory overhang in crude oil and steel. But with China being the first economy to attempt dipping its toes into normalcy, it provides a blueprint for other economies to follow. And if it is able to sustain this early momentum, 
China's early revival will likely be key in breathing life back into the global economy. That's all from me on commodities today. Till next week, take care and stay safe. This has been a podcast from OCBC Bank. Follow us on Spotify for more episodes like the one you've just heard.